I got murder on my mind. 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 Yo, I know that the guy who made that song, YNW Melly, is allegedly a killer slash rapper, but that song slaps. <laughs> it slaps. <laughs> and like you know I don't I, I know I should not be singing that shit but it's such a good song I couldn't help myself welcome to the show I'm LB welcome to 305 the juice I know you guys haven't heard from me in about two weeks but sis been being busy okay sis got a job a new job because I'm never unemployed and I'm a supervisor and I've been doing my shit and I'm a supervisor at a very like fancy, elegant hotel at the beach. So that's why you guys haven't heard from me. So I just wanted to reconnect. This is a very uh, impromptu podcast. I normally write down all of the topics that I'm going to talk about. But tonight I just decided to go straight off the dome. And it's going to be a week early or a week late, depending on how you look at it. Because normally, like I said, uh, this podcast airs Friday nights at 7. But I've just had a lot going on. So my apologies, and I hope you guys are still tuning in, and I hope you still like the podcast and you're curious about what's been going down in the 305. So I did a um, poll um, a couple of days ago, and I asked uh, my fan base what they wanted me to talk about, and it was either the Young and May Kodak Black stuff or Miami Spring Break, and they all voted for Miami Spring Break, so... I guess that's what we'll talk about, and we're going to get into that in a second. But if you don't know what happened between Young and May and Kodak, he was basically, like, disrespecting the shit out of the stud community, saying, I don't know why Young and May don't like penis. And he was just like, he. I guess he has a crush on her, but I don't even really think that it's a crush. I honestly think that he's trolling her. Kodak Black is a horrible representation of Miami rappers. I personally feel like his music is not that great. He has amazing beats. Um, You know, his flow is okay. But as far as intricacy and punchlines in his lyrics, he completely, like, misses the boat. Okay? Um, And he just doesn't, like, represent a real Florida, Florida boy, like a real Florida rapper to me. But what the fuck do I know? So, uh, yeah, him and Young and May got into it. She was supposed to confront him at some event that they were um, both going to be attending about a week ago. I'm not sure if she ever confronted him, but she has been quite vocal on social media saying, like, don't disrespect me. And I know I'm not a guy. I know I ain't a nigga, but you know I don't like dick. So get off my nuts, bitch. And Kodak Black is just like, doing the most doing the most let me drive the boat <laughs> i don't know if you ever saw that that video let me drive the boat he's just so fucking irritating he's he's like a roach in your house that you can't kill and that motherfucker got wings and he's just like invincible and shit you know people y'all know what i'm talking about y'all y'all live in miami some of us live in more swampy areas than others if you live in miramar if you live by the everglades you know what the fuck i'm talking about kodak black is like that roach that you can't kill that motherfucker just keep on showing up you spray his ass with raid you get the broom and try to squash his ass in the corner and that nigga just won't die he's he's here to stay 
good for him. He's a young black man. He went to jail. He got out. He's prospering as a rapper. But we really don't need to be talking ignorant shit about the LGBT community, you know. And it's just like some people in the South, they aren't very progressive, as we know. And, you know, he's just saying he's he's speaking how he was raised, you know. He was he was raised in a certain way. Obviously, he's young as fuck, so he lacks guidance. But I, I wasn't too keen on what he had to say about Young and May because at the end of the day, she's a lesbian woman. She's a lesbian rapper. She's doing her thing. Even straight girls be trying to hop on her. So maybe he see, sees her as a threat. I don't know. I don't know. So the other question in the poll was, um, do you? What do you guys want to talk about? It was about um, they chose spring break. You guys chose spring break. So let's get into it. So I posted about five different fights. And um, let me tell y'all motherfuckers something. I don't give a damn where you're from. Most of you guys came from Atlanta. You come from California. You come from New York. You come from South Carolina. And you are fucking up our city, okay? Y'all popping y'all coochie and popping y'all ass on Alton Road on the strip at South Beach. And you're embarrassing us, okay? That's not how we get down in Miami. When we, yeah, sure, if you go to South Beach on any given Saturday night, um, you might see a couple of fights. I can remember when I was at the Fountain Blue one evening and... I saw Tommy, um, Tommy Hilfiger's son getting into a brawl, like, right in front of my face. Don't ask me why I didn't pull out my camera. It was a very, like, wild night. <laughs> um, people were drinking. People were coming out of live, and it was an all-out brawl. And a lot of times, it's people from out of town, though, who are coming here, and you're destroying our city. Don't bring your litter here. You're trashing our beaches. And don't bring your ratchet-ass bullshit down here, because it's like, at the end of the day, you're in fucking Miami. You could be shoveling snow right now. You could be putting on a four-piece bodysuit just to go outside and walk to the goddamn supermarket. It's a luxury to live here. We love it here. We're grateful. Don't come here with your bullshit. I understand. Trust me. I went to college too, okay? And I understand that midterms are hectic and finals are hectic. And you just want to get out and you want to like just explode and go crazy. But I saw this one guy at South Beach um, on, on this video. He was at the beach and they were in the fucking sand. Like, How do you fight in the sand? Like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, and he was decking this dude. He could have given him a concussion. Like, the dude could have died. And, and it was all men. And it's like, what kind of example are you setting for the black youth? It doesn't make sense. And speaking of the black youth, let me tell y'all about some shit that I saw on my Facebook page. And this episode, we're going to get um, more personal. I'm going to be more personable. Because, um... I don't want to talk about celebrity news all the time because at the end of the day, that's why the depression rate is so high right now because people are vicariously living through celebrities when you can just be living your regular life because regular life is great too, okay? We can go out, we can go to the movies, we can do whatever the fuck we want, we can work our 9 to 5, we can pop our pussy on South Beach at night and be back to work at 6 a.m. and nobody ain't got to know nothing. It must be tough being a celebrity. Why the fuck would you want to be a celebrity when you could depend on your own um, intellect and depend on your own goals and strive in the real world that shit is dead I feel like that shit is dead that's why that shit happened with um, Khloe Kardashian and um, Jordan because if you guys don't know you, you know the whole shit I don't need to get back into it but I think that this whole like trend of superficiality is going to go away. This whole trend of fat asses and big lips and all this cultural approach, uh, cultural uh, misappropriation. I hope I'm saying that right. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm getting turned up today because tomorrow I'm off work. <laughs> but um, I just think that 
Hopefully, in 2019, we dead that shit. Everything that's fake, we dead that shit. Every motherfucker who's a snake, we dead that shit, okay? Like, stop living y'all lives to celebrities. Let's live into the real world, okay? And speaking of the real world, the real world is racist as fuck. Oh, my God. So, let me tell you guys what happened. So, I was on Facebook, and um, it was these six guys. And if, you're, if you are a true Miamian, born and raised... You know that Miami is like the fraud capital of the world. Not only are we the cocaine capital, but we're also the fraud capital. And there was these six guys in Broward who committed credit card fraud. And they're still looking for them. Like, they're still at large. And um, so I'm on Facebook and I'm looking at this in my news feed on WSBN Channel 7. For y'all who got basic cable. (laughs) Um, no, actually, I think that, like, that's across the board. I don't think it matters if you have Dish or AT&T or anything like that. But there was um, six guys there looking for six black guys. So I'm reading the comments, and I saw some shit that was very disturbing to me. And it's very scary that there's, like, some white people in the world who just look at black people as a collective, as a group. And you know what? I, I have a hard time digesting that because it's like white people get to be looked at as individuals all the time. When, when they're white, it's like, okay, but I'm Argentinian or I'm Colombian or I'm German. And it's like they get to be looked at as like people with their own individual feelings, their own individual personalities. You got the white trash. You got the white corporate America. You got the white ghetto birds like when it comes to black people it's like we're all looked at collectively as like trash and i don't like that shit because don't get me wrong there are some some black motherfuckers that are trash you know we call them niggas it's a difference between like black people and niggas i think chris rock said it best okay if you're old enough to remember his stand-up routines he talks about stuff like this and it's like i'm an individual don't judge me don't look at bum quisha who got eight baby daddies and no degree and be like oh she's the same as lb who has a bachelor's degree in journalism with no children and we won't get too much into my personal life okay but i'm just saying it's like we don't have that opportunity it's like no you're all niggers you're all niggers it's not right so i'm looking through the facebook comments and i see people leaving all type of shit about these dudes that got caught for credit card fraud in miramar so this one lady i'm gonna put her ass out there her name is tanya piotrova some white woman probably russian piotrova piotrova that's not, yeah that sounds russian as fuck she goes niggas will be found charged and placed where they belong then they will be released and they will continue to commit crimes and again same cycle that's why we might consider the purge day Bitch, if you don't get your Russian ass, are you even a citizen? Don't make me call Trump on you, bitch. And then this other person, AJ Darter, he goes, always the same people. The same people? Fuck you mean. Fuck you mean. It's your people that are committing embezzlement. It's your people who are committing money laundering and going to prison for 15 years. Why? Why the fuck do we always, we by, by we I mean black people, why do we always have to be like the heathens? You know, we're perceived as heathens. I'm tired of this shit. And then uh, a guy who was Hispanic as fuck named Eduardo Cascudo, he writes, if Obama had way older sons, implying that 
Obama's sons would be criminals which that is a motherfucking lie because look at Malia male or female it doesn't matter Malia is in, um, enrolled in Harvard and she doing a damn thing and she worked as a um, translator so she speaks two languages she worked as a translator when Obama um, took a trip to Cuba during his time in office and it's like, how many of y'all kids speak two motherfucking languages? Y'all racist white people? The first thing y'all say is, oh, speak Spanish. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> speak English. This is America. So it's like, if your kid speaks two or more languages, that's a motherfucking gift. So what are you talking about? So I got really, really upset. And I just had to go in on these people. And let me read y'all what I wrote. By the way, I don't know if this is, uh, if I should be proud of it or if it's pathetic. But I got like five um, badges on Facebook. Like for five, it's like five to seven different pages where I'm a top fan. All my comments get like 2,000 likes or more. Just thought I'd throw that out there. And y'all need to hear what I'm about to say right now. I had to leave a comment on this shit and let these people know. Because if it's one thing that I'm going to stand for until the day that I die is that you will not black people will no longer feel inferior or feel unequal because we in this bitch and there are more educated black women right now in the United States than 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 history. We're making history. So let me read y'all what I wrote. Y'all are so fucking racist. This is actually white people shit, okay? White white people steal people. White people steal money, okay? Like that's y'all shit. Okay? Um, so let me, let me carry, let me carry on and read the rest. Y'all just, yeah, y'all just doing it on a corporate level. That's what I said. And this is when I mentioned the other woman who said niggas do this and this. I said, I even saw one lady saying niggas get caught and do it again when you probably, oh no, wait, I'm sorry. Oh my God. I, I got to stop smoking. Allegedly. Let me just finish reading the comment. (laughs) Don't judge me. I even saw one lady saying niggas get caught and do it again when you probably never met a nigga in your life, bitch. Y'all can't wait to get in here and belittle black people, but won't say none of this shit in public. And that's true. When's the last time you were in public and a white person just blurted out, damn, niggas always doing some shit. Y'all gonna go back to jail? Fucking never. Fucking never. So I just wanted to get that out there. I know that this is a very impromptu podcast and I normally like write things down. But tonight I just decided to do things a little differently because I know you guys haven't heard from me in a while. In about two weeks. Next week, not next week, but this week actually because I need to catch up. Um, We're going to interview a rapper on here. This Jacksonville rapper super cool. Um, Shout out to Gold Girl Grain. Oh my God. His fucking, the title of his click is like a tongue twister. Gold Girl Gang. We're going to interview him. We're going to talk about YNW Melly and why he thinks that YNW Melly is like one of the greatest lyricists of all time. Um, he opened up for 21 Savage. <laughs> oh, excuse me, Lord Savage. <laughs> I forgot that nigga British. Oh, man, 2019 has been quite a year. It's been quite a year. But like on some real shit, though, and I want to um, speak on the whole spring break thing again. Please. Por favor, how many languages do I have to say it in? Por favor, get out of our city. No me gusta, no me gusta. I'm very, um, I'm very much bilingual, by the way. It's one of the things that happen when you live in Miami. Speaking of living in Miami, I just thought about something. Amara La Negra, like, I never liked her. She's a beautiful girl. Amara La Negra from Love and Hip Hop is who I'm referring to. I never... See, the thing is, when she popped out with that Afro-ass wig, I just feel like it's a gimmick. 
and I just mm, I never really like rocked with her and it's funny because we were just talking about the voodoo shit if you guys would go back and see my episode where I said um I got the voodoo for you bitches that was the title of the podcast People do voodoo here. JoJo, one of her castmates on Love & Hip Hop, said that she believed that she put a root on her. The reason why I believe JoJo is because she... You can tell when a person is lying. When a person is lying, they kind of fumble. They don't really go straight through the story. And a lot of times, nine times out of ten, they're unable to tell the same story twice in the same exact way. JoJo said that she believes that a Marala Negra put a root on her. That she went to New Mexico, that she was feeling sick beforehand, and her dad was like, why are you waking up? And by the way, JoJo is Mexican as fuck. And if anybody knows about Roots, it's Mexicans, Cubans, and Haitians. Okay, so that's why I'm like, I kind of don't feel like she's lying, but that shit was crazy. She said she was waking up at 5 a.m. every single night for like a period of time where she was feeling sick. And um, Amara La Negra was like, I didn't put no root on you, bitch. Bitch, you lying. <laughs> but um, so that shit was crazy. It was actually on The Breakfast Club um, not too long ago where she went there and she was saying about. Um, see, this is the part that got me because I know Miami women. Like, and she said that um, Amara La Negra was talking to her ex-boyfriend. And then when she confronted her about it, she was like, oh, well, like, let's just get some money out of that nigga and move on. If that's not true to... Um, the bitches in Miami who have a sense of like I just want to chase the bag where the bag at I I would not be surprised if that was true that she actually told her that so that shit was like really crazy and I know I said I wouldn't get into celebrity news but that's what's been um that's what like one of the things that caught my attention just because it, it closely relates to Miami so much I thought I should bring it up but um yeah like I definitely believe that she put a root on her not sure how not sure what she did exactly nobody knows But I definitely believe that she put a root on her because bitches in Miami be grimy. They're grimy as fuck, I have to say. And um, I saw some shit, too, where um, Cardi B admitted in a video she made a Snapchat. Was it? I know she went live. It could have been Facebook. It could have been Snapchat. I can't recall right now. But she was saying about how she used to rob dudes like she would drug them and then rob them. And I was like bitch you a ghetto ass bird i am not surprised that you did some shit like that i can recall a few stories in brooklyn where women i seen this lady walk out a man hotel room that she had just robbed it was on channel 7 news from brooklyn this black girl and she walked out with this man um gator shoes it was like 1500 shoes she had on his rolex so, okay so let me break it down let me back up a little bit what they do here which is very common it's like, it'll be a girl. And that's why y'all niggas need to stop being so thirsty and chasing these, these fucking big booty bitches at the club. Because you don't know what they got uh, planned for your ass. They be plotting. And y'all so busy chasing titties and ass, you don't even peep what's going on. So, Cardi B said that she would, like, rob niggas. Like, she'll... Sh- okay, so so let me, let me back up and tell y'all how this shit go down before I get out of here. Because, like I said... This is a very impromptu podcast that I just wanted to kind of like throw out there to let you guys know that I'm still here. Sis got a new job. I'm doing good. And we will be back on Friday or Saturday and we'll do like an an amazing podcast. There's going to be an interview and there's going to be a lot of shit going on in that episode. But for now, 
what I've seen is that these women, very beautiful women typically, women who are like, they look so angelic and they got fat asses and y'all be thinking, yes, I hit the jackpot. And by y'all, I mean y'all thirsty ass, come bucket ass niggas. So um, what they do is they meet a guy at the club and they looking fly and they fashion over fit. <laughs> and they seduce the guy and usually it's two girls. And they seduce him and when they get back to his condo or his hotel room, they put something in his drink. But not before peeping out the scene and making sure he got money, making sure he got jewelry, making sure he got um, fancy shoes. And and then once they drug him and he falls asleep, they just steal all his shit and leave. This shit been going on since the fucking beginning of time in Miami, okay? And it's, it's really messed up. And Cardi B actually spoke on that recently. I don't have the statement, so I'll just paraphrase it. She was talking about how, oh, I did things in my past, and I don't want to be judged for it. I did what I had to do to survive. And it's like, are you fucking retarded? Do you, the shit allegedly happened three years ago. So you're talking about shit that has not passed the statute of limitations. You're talking about shit that you could still get locked up for if that victim was to um, come forward. So she just... I like Cardi, don't get me wrong. I love her persona. I love her her lyrics. I love the fact that she was able to come out and prevail on top during the time where Nicki Minaj was the only rapper, the only female black rapper that we saw on the scene. And she just came out and she's doing like this trap Latino sound. It's very new. But bitch, if you don't want to go to jail, you need to shut the fuck up and just make music. <laughs> so anyway... That's it, you guys. Um, that's it for now. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And I'll see you later on this week. Bye.